Hello, everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. I'm glad you are joining us this week. Yes. I'm the director, Jeff Mareva. I'm here with the host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Doing well today. Hope you guys are all doing well as well. <laughs> all right. So um, this is a, the OETA Movie Club podcast. We come to uh-huh. you. We talk about our upcoming movies in a little more in depth. This week, The Thin Man, the classic 1934. A big favorite. Big favorite of yeah, a lot of our viewers over the years. You know, uh, we've we've had this on a few times. We have shown, yeah, we've shown it quite a few over. Oh, I mean, Movie Club's been on for thirty-three, yeah. almost thirty-four years now. Uh-huh. So, um, so over those thirty-four years, we've shown The Thin Man a few times. Yeah, and uh, it always gets a great response. Yeah. I mean, and, and what's crazy is um, there's six of these movies. The Thin Man was, I think, one of, if not the first movie to ever have sequels. Right. Is is the uh, the first one. The first one. Okay. And um, so this went on to just have so many movies after it and everything. And it's just, we get requests all the time for, can you play those other five movies? Uh And we've shown several of them as well, but I don't think we've ever been able to show all six. Right. But but yeah, this, this is a great movie from 1934, very early Hollywood. Um, let's have some details about it. Well, um, now there's what? There's the After the Thin Man, After Song the of the Thin, thin man. man. Another Thin Man. The Thin Man Returns. Thin Man Returns. The, yeah, Song of the Thin Man. Uh-huh. Um, uh, thin Man Comes Home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's five with the original. Yeah. You know, oh, that's six. Yeah. Six of those all together. So, yeah, it's it, yeah they, they spawned a great number of movies, <laughs> and, uh, and they're all really good. I mean, they're yeah. all just witty and funny and just... Kind of just silly humor, right? You know, um, the 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 head of the studio of MGM, uh, Louis B. Mayer, uh, didn't really think William Powell was uh, the right guy for this. You know, uh, but you know, after seeing a screen test and you know, uh, uh, seeing the 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 relationship between uh, William Powell and Myrna Loy, that their natural uh, sort of wit and banter back and forth. Uh, you know, it was, it was just like catching lightning in a bottle. It really, right. you know, it's like you got two elements that, you know, you're not sure about, but then you put them together and you got gold. Right. Um, yeah, this is, is what happened. And, uh, you know, it really, it really uh, played to audiences, too, because uh, they only had, they were given about $230,000 to make yeah. this film. In three weeks. Yeah. Which it didn't even take all their three weeks. Right. In 12 days. He shot this whole thing in 12 days. But it was a huge hit and made the astronomical figure of $1.4 million. Oh, which in 1934 was huge. I, yeah. I wonder what yeah. that is by today's. It's probably like the $100 million uh, or whatever yeah, that you know, we're looking for on, a, yeah. on the first weekend yeah. you know, of any film now. But um, they had, you know, it's such a such a response that it it is really responsible for, you know, good or bad, for the establishment of the sequel. Right. So yeah, uh, Ernest goes to camp uh, is probably uh, uh, you could do a direct line back to the Thin Man of all things. You know, Ernest goes to camp. Where did you pull that out of? Um, it's a sequel. It is a sequel. <laughs> Not one I would recommend, but it's a sequel. Um, so, uh, uh, like you said, they were they were so comfortable uh-huh. in this um, role that um, William Powell actually spoke very highly of Myrna oh, yeah. Loy after, like, off screen as well. He right. said that their their 
banter and witty and, and their relationship just continued off camera just as like it was on camera. Yeah, because of her naturalness and her professionalism, he said, uh, and her lack of any kind of a diva uh, temperament, you know, and uh, when they would do a scene together, he said that they would forget about technique or camera angles or the microphones, that they were just, you know, just two people in perfect harmony. Cool. You know, and um, works. Apparently the dog was not in that <laughs> same um, feeling. Yeah, somehow. Now, now everybody loves this dog, and the dog did five of the sequels. Yeah. Or he, he did the first one, and then uh, I'm not sure what happened, and then maybe it was the last one. Right, but yeah. the dog's real name was Skippy, and he would perform for, uh, there was like a little uh, toy mouse that squeaked yeah, that he liked, mouse. and he then he would always get a little dog biscuit. And uh, they were instructed, all the actors, all the crew were said, don't interact with, don't mess with Skippy, you know, during, you know, the, our downtime when we're not shooting, uh, because uh, Skippy likes to bite people. And Skippy bit Myrna Loy. Oh, my goodness. During, the, during a scene. Well, they're wow. shooting a scene, yeah. so I'm sure there was a retake there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, they were not supposed to... Uh, and I, I don't think that ever changed. I think through all the five films, right. Skippy was just a little irritable, didn't like uh, people that much. Yeah. I bet Myrna Loy didn't uh, get bit again. I bet she... <laughs> once bitten, once right? Once bitten, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. Uh, so talking about retakes, uh -huh. um, this movie, the director, uh, again, shot in 12 days, so he took the first take of several yeah. scenes. Um, of course, you know, he was able to because of the great actors uh -huh. and, and the great relationship that those actors had. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, they would, you know, they would uh, ad lib on this too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that may be one of the first films that was allowed yeah. you know, on, on camera. But you had two people who were naturally witty, who uh, had this great chemistry together. And so, you know, they're just capturing that on, on film. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't like to do retakes, and so yeah. there weren't a lot of. But the, uh, but the scene that they had to do a lot of retakes on. Oh yeah, was the final dinner uh -huh. scene, yeah. which is a great scene. Um, you would you were saying that he complained about having too many lines and not even necessarily understanding the twat or the, yeah. the plot himself because it's very complicated, and he's yeah. trying to unravel the mystery, and you know he's he's trying to do and trying to work through that and. Uh, couldn't make it. And so they were doing retake after retake after retake. And the real problem here is that uh, the script called for them to be, uh, for the dinner party to be eating uh, a plate of oysters. And, you know, back in those days, those big halogen oh, yeah. uh, studio K, lights, 10K lights oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and would generate so much heat yep. that um, it was really. Uh, cooking those oysters, right. but uh, or, or not, you know, they were spoiling, spoiling the oysters. And after about you know a day <laughs> of being under those hot lights, um, I, I don't think anybody was eating those things, but they certainly could smell them. And and they all had yeah. said, if we don't see another oyster for a while, it'll be too soon. Wow. Yeah, um, the, uh, the that scene at the end it cracks me up because it's it's almost meant to be complicated. It's yeah. meant to be funny and like, wait a minute, what is he saying? Like, how did he get from point A to point B? How does he know it's this person? What is he talking about? Right. And so it's kind of really funny, but 
I admit, I had to watch it twice because I was like, okay, I know who the killer is, he told me, but how did he get there again? <laughs> and, and so I rewound it and I, I listened to it again and I'm like, okay, I can follow now that I'm really focusing and, and really, I can follow, but it's just so funny that it's it's just this obscure, you know, just crazy Even rambling Powell almost. Even had a hard time figuring it out and right. it was written on a script for him. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, the the other scenes that are just cracking me up. One of the other scenes that uh-huh. cracks me up is um, when William Powell starts to with an air rifle, uh-huh. little air gun, starts shooting the balloons and ornaments and and stuff around the house, um, the ornaments on the tree and and everything. And, and that wasn't even originally in the script. Right. That was uh, that one of, one of the ad libs we were talking right. about. Yeah, you know because he actually had there was like an air gun on set. And he was, you know, taking pot shots at things, you know, to the uh, to the uh, consternation of the art department who had to collect all those right. ornaments. And, you know, there's probably just enough for the scene. <laughs> right. And here he is, you know, shooting those things yeah. in between scenes. So uh, they, they uh, the directors, oh, that's funny. Let's put that in. That's got to be in the sh- it's got to be in the film. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny how those things work out. Yeah, yeah, because it is. It's a it's a great scene, and and just the looks that Myrna Loy like. I mean, it's like perfect. It's like anyone uh-huh. who's ever been married in their life has received that look from their spouse. <laughs> and um, and so it's just it's just a it's a really funny scene. Uh, you don't have to be married, Jeff, to get that look. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> yeah, why are you giving me that look right now? It's a weird. <laughs> Um, so, um, um, again, great movie, 1934, um, tune in, be sure to watch it. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, watch it. If you've seen it, watch it again, because there's always something new that you can pick up to every time I see it, there's always something new. I, I, I. I pick out. Yeah. I notice. And maybe it'll inspire you to go out and check out some of the other five sequels right. they made to the movie. And uh-huh. hopefully maybe in the near future we'll have some of those sequels on that. the OETA Movie Club. So, How about a festival? Of a hope. festival of yeah. Thin Man movies. That would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, bet people, I bet our fans would love that, actually. <laughs> so, um, well, I think that wraps up our time for this week. Yep. Um, we sure do appreciate everybody listening. Um, again, that's um, celebrity Thin photos. Man. Oh, yeah. Definitely send in those celebrity photos. Uh, we always need those. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, this is uh, The Thin Man airing April 2nd. And uh, next week, on April 9th, oh, A, a really Fish good Called one. Wanda. One of my favorites. Yeah, it's a yeah. great, yeah. what's the word, quirky uh-huh. comedy. I'm like, uh-huh. It's just, it's weird as can be, and it's great. It's uh, half Monty Python, yeah. half uh, Hollywood. You know, uh, uh, Michael Palin and John Cleese from... Monty Python, Monty Python, which yeah. we love here at OETA. Of course. You know. Yeah, I love it. I, and Kevin Klein and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. is in this. And it's it's brilliant. It's really good. Awesome. Well, please uh, listen and like and subscribe, and uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash oeta dash movie dash club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.